Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Leeper. I'm your MC for the next hour of open mic poetry reading. Call in, which end the number is 646-716-7362. It's your opportunity to read a poem from wherever you are in the world, from inside your house, from in your backyard, if it's warm enough to be in your backyard. Um, It may not be. I don't know. It's been cold everywhere in the world. And here in Southern California, it's even kind of cold, not below freezing, I should point out, but awfully wet. So if you're here, stay inside, pick up the phone, give a call at 646-716-7362. Love to hear your, your poetry and find out what's going on in your poetry world. Before we get to our callers, some few uh, items of business. Um, on Poetry Superhighway, we just launched our 18th annual Great Poetry Exchange Project. Awfully excited about this. Um, um, been doing it for so many years. What is the Great Poetry Exchange? Well, I'll tell you. Um, the Great Poetry Exchange is a project where we, um, you, you sign up to send a book to somewhere else in the world to another participant, and in exchange, you will receive a book from yet another participant. That's the whole thing. That's the entire project. Um, it grew out of our um, contest that we do every year, where um, after a few years of doing the contest, um, where so many different people had donated prizes. As you know, our contest, uh, every single person who enters gets a prize just for entering. And so I was looking for a way to kind of capitalize on that uh, generosity in a way that, um, that even more people could participate and and help uh, further the mission of the Poetry Superhighway, which is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. So um, it's not a contest. Um, there's there's no uh, entry fees. There's no requirements to uh, enter. There are no judges, I should say. Well, there are requirements to enter, I should say. Uh, but no uh, no judges. You, you just, all you have to do is have a book of poetry uh, by you and it doesn't even have to be, you know, a, a perfectly bound paperback book that was officially published by someone else. It could be self-published. Some folks participate with handmade books, um, etc. Uh, some people even just print out a bunch of poems and uh, send them off. Uh, sometimes that lands the wrong way to recipients who are kind of expecting a book and they just get uh, some pieces of paper. Uh, but but really, we're open to any way that you choose to participate with any kind of physical book of poetry. Go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. Click on Great Poetry Exchange and fill in the, the, uh, the sign-up form. All you have to do is enter your name, your mailing address, um, <clears throat> the title of the book, a book description, which is 50 words or less, and uh, your website if you have one, and click Submit, and that's it. And at the end of the month, um, on March 1st, I will, uh, I will uh, randomly assign people to each other. It's kind of a circular exchange. I'm not going to pair people off. You're not going to get a book from the same person that you send a book to. Probably you might, but, uh, but odds are you won't. Um, you'll get an email from me, and it'll say, send your book that you signed up with to this person somewhere else in the world. And you'll do that. Um, you have to do that within two weeks. 
and then um, uh, and at some point in the next couple of weeks, you're going to get a book from somewhere else in the world. Um, it's just that simple. Someone will get your poetry book, and you will get someone else's poetry book. It's free to participate. You just have to agree to two things. One is that you will send your book out within two weeks of getting notified. So the notifications will go out on March 1st, which means you'll have, you'll have two weeks from March 1st to send out your book. And the other thing you have to kind of acknowledge and agree to is that um, uh, since this is a project which is open to everyone in the world, it's quite possible that you might end up sending your book to a completely different continent than the one you live in, which would be, of course, more expensive to, than sending uh, your book to someone in the same country that, that you live in. So uh, keep that in mind when you sign up. Um, you know, you might get a book which is of a different physical quality than the book that you get, something to keep in mind. Um, I, I, I know in the past when, when someone has sent out their big hardcover book and they've got, you know, a, a, a chapbook that was stapled that someone put together, uh, sometimes that, that rubs people the wrong way. I hope it doesn't. Really, it's about ex the exchange of poetry in some kind of physical form. But if that's the kind of thing that, that would rub you the wrong way, keep that in mind that it's a possibility. And that's it. Um, we just launched this project on um, Friday. I think the email technically went out uh, late Thursday night, unless you're on the East Coast, in which case it launched exactly at midnight um, your time. <clears throat> so it's only been up for two days, and already 38 people have signed up, uh, which is the fastest, um, largest number we've ever achieved with only two days into the 28-day uh, uh, period in which people can can sign up. Last year, 96 poets total signed up, um, and with already 38 people signed up just two days into it. Um, I'm kind of hoping we at least reach 100, if not, if not more. So that's it. If you think it's a cool idea, send a book, get a book, sign up on our website, and you're in. It's that simple. If you have any questions about that, feel free to uh, um, ask them to me. Call in. Um, you can. Uh, we, we've got a, there's another there's a couple ways to interact with the show besides calling into the, the number to read a poem. Um, there's a chat room if you're uh, if you're on the Blog Talk Radio page. There's a chat room that you can type things into, and then um, on our Facebook page, uh, I posted the uh, the promotion for this show about 20 minutes ago, and um, in the comments, um, I'll be posting things like links that are mentioned on the air. Um, and more information about the poets um, who, who call in, etc., as appropriate. Um, and um, that's a place that you can ask questions, say hi, etc., just by posting comments there. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get right to our callers. Now, again, the number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 705 area code. Hello. Number one again, Ricky. Hey, how's it going, Alex? Very good, and you, sir? From Canada. I don't know how I always end up first on your uh, your waiting line, Rick, but it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> I don't know. You're you're a lucky man. Absolutely, to get on your program, Rick, is indeed an honor, and you know it is. Well, it's it's my honor that you think it's worthwhile calling into. How's everything in Canada? Are you are you suffering the same freezing temperatures that are that are that are going on in in uh, other parts of North America? Uh, we were in a deep freeze until Friday morning, and then it started to break. 
we were having wind chills for about a week there on the lows at night would get to wind chills would be minus 40 to minus 50 and minus 40 celsius is when you equal minus 40 fahrenheit so it's pretty cold but not as cold as uh, minnesota was last week rick they were saying they were getting wind chills minus 60 something fahrenheit so that's that's even colder than we're more north of that so that was that's a cold uh, polar vortex that's for sure crazy but but if you can believe it wick rick it has changed so much that uh last night through right now we have freezing rain right now it's just slightly above uh it's like 34 degrees right now it's changed that much in two days wow it's crazy man what a time to be alive and on the planet you know it, my friend. To be able to share on... Uh, I keep on saying it, Rick, to be able to share on your program and get word out from all different people being creative. It is creative energy that will keep this planet going, not the negative energy of people everywhere, like, you know, taking ourselves out of this nuclear treaty and that nuclear treaty and blowing each other up. That goes back to the 70s when we were growing up, Rick, and when they had those movies... And it was like, then you're all scared about the future because you're, you know, and it's like we're going through all this again because Russia wants to do another arms race. Yeah, it's it's a drag uh, paying attention to those things and realizing the effects that they may have. And it seems like a, a bunch of backward steps, but uh, uh, I hope we get through it. Do you, you got a pump for us, uh, Alex? I have one for you, buddy. It's called Congruent Waters, and it goes like this. If you don't try, you'll never know what could have been, what lies beneath this unrealized square block. If the ground stays quiet, undisturbed, this won't craft the unknown. As who and what you are, so embedded deep within, will this way remain as a withheld secret unless there is passion, a movement afoot that will work its magic in revealing qualities then and only then will flat edges be rounded as an etched surface begins to take shape, each line being a thought as words are spoken. Angles of accentuation create an intricacy as to a face comes a purpose, a reason to be, as what was empty is slowly filled with an enduring substance of an endearing character who has come of age. The voice is attached to the person, so becomes refined by each passing piece. From a transcended inflection, this maturation gives life to a stillness, to a convergence of congruent waters. End poem. Great, Alex. Thank you so much for sharing that with us this month. You are so welcome, my friend, and thank you for giving us the uh, platform to uh, to get the creative energy going out there in the world. It's awesome. Every month you give us this chance, so it's cool. It's my pleasure. Um, before I let you go, anything else going on in your world in terms of poetry that uh, you want to let us know about? Uh, just on the American site, again, you know, at the library over there, they, they've got a meeting there every month or every two months, and you 
go there usually on Tuesday nights, and it's a guest speaker for the first hour, and then the next hour and change, uh, it's open for an open mic thing. That's the one I've tried to get you into before, so that is the one. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I hope people check yes. it out, and um, I, I, I thank you as always for uh, for calling in and uh, being lucky enough to open open the show up for us. You're very welcome, Rick. And just to let you know, I've already written one for your your uh, anthology call in April for the uh, for what happened with the Holocaust, and that I've already written my new one this year to be included in that. So. Oh, cool. Well, good thing. Uh, I look forward uh, well to that every April. Yeah, well I look done. forward to that every April. Cool. You're All right, welcome. Alex. Thank you. You so have much a great day, in. Rick, and uh, good luck with the show today. All right, you too. That was uh, Alex from uh, Salt Saint Marie, Ontario, Canada, calling in. He's referring to uh, every year um, during uh, around the time of Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, we publish a special uh, issue with many, many, many poets uh, sending in new work responding to the events of the Holocaust. Um, uh, that's that's a few months from now, so. No need to go into too many details about that, but um, and there'll be a uh, uh, there'll be a a quick window of submission to be able to send poetry uh, in for that, which will go out on our newsletter. If you're not on our email list, you can just enter your email on, in the box on the upper right hand uh, side of the page at our website poetrysuperhighway.com/psh, and you'll get our weekly newsletter. You'll get uh, announcements about uh, about this show that we do every month. Um, and all of our special projects, such as the Great Poetry Exchange, calls for submissions for the Holocaust uh, Memorial Day issue. Um, also in uh, April, we'll be doing uh, a prompt a day, of uh, publishing a poetry writing prompt every single day during the month of April. Um, you'll get that call for submissions, our ebook free-for-all call for submissions, in our in our summer contest as well. I think that's all our special projects. Um, but the day is young. Maybe we'll think up some others while we go. Um, so, again, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Got a couple callers on the line, but uh, we'll be on the air for another 45 minutes, so plenty of time for you to call in. Uh, we will uh, be playing a spoken word track at the half-hour mark as well. Um, got quite a few spoken word tracks submitted to me since our call for submission of those uh, last month, so we've got plenty to choose from, so look forward to that. Um, and I hope that you call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from, let's see, the 516 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Stan Barkin speaking. Hey, Stan. How you doing? Oh, so-so. Got a little uh, problem with cancer. <laughs> I'm getting oh, some tests this Wednesday, so maybe it hasn't spread and I'll, it'll be taken care of. Um, but I always enjoy your program. I, I, I was looking at my email. I saw that, you know, you, in a few minutes this was still going to go on. So I thought I'd give a call and maybe read another poem from a new book. Yeah, that's great. Please do. Remind me where you're calling from, Stan. Merrick, New York. Uh, yes, Okay. I, I've tried to remember, uh, memorize the locations of everyone I've ever interacted with, but it's it's only going so far. Oh, you've got a long I, list. That's <laughs> very hard to do. But all right, let's hear your phone. Okay. Uh, this one is in, uh, just came out, 
Biesher Vibrani, my poems, uh, that this that means uh, selected poems by Tomasz Marek Sobiej. That is, he did the translations into Polish. I'm going to read uh, one in English. Um, my Granddaughter's First Kiss for Natasha R. Clark, which I wrote on July 1st, 2018. Tasha writes and sings many love poems and songs about boys who break up with girls girls who have their hearts broken. Yet, as she says, she's not even had her first kiss. She plays her love lays on her ukulele and her guitar, for some odd reason not on her mandolin, which she now wants to trade in for a violin. She left for a three-week sleepaway camp in Pennsylvania today. She took a uke with her. She plans to write new poems and songs, Maybe in the back of her mind, she plans to have her first kiss from a nice Jewish boy. I hope it will inspire the new poems and songs. <laughs> she doesn't like my sharing this in public. <laughs> so if she knows I've been doing this, she'd be uh, yelling at me. How, how uh, old is she? She's uh, 14. Okay, yeah, one can understand her lack of desire to, to hear that poem out loud. But I, you know, I don't know. I, I've written a lot of poems for my son who's 10 and he, he's been at a few of the readings and if his name comes up uh, in a poem or referencing him, he just kind of raises his hand like, yeah, that's me. He's reading a poem about me. <laughs> it's great being a grandfather, isn't it? <laughs> or a father and a grandfather. Yeah, not a grandfather quite yet. He's only 10 and, uh, and as far as yeah, I know you, has the, no you, children, For you it's a father, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so that's about your granddaughter. I'm okay. lucky I have my son and daughter living here in Merrick, and my five grandchildren also here in Merrick. Well, you're living a blessed life, Stanley. Um, what's going yes. on with the, what was the name of the book that you were reading from? It's called um, in Polish "Bieje Vibrane," which means selected poems. Okay, and that's um, that's a book of your poems, is that right? Yes, my poems translated into Polish. The books just arrived Friday, copies. Wow, So I thought, uh, since you're on the program, I'd read something from it. It was a nice selection uh, that uh, Tomasz Marek Sobie, who was the translator, selected. That's wonderful. Well, congratulations on on that. Is uh, is anything going on in your world in terms of poetry? Yes, uh, I'm about to work on... Uh, a, a word document to send to Voices Israel to invite uh, members to uh, participate in two different things. I'm gonna, I'll send it to you too. Okay. Um, that is, one is uh, uh, every uh, year I'm asked uh, to by uh, Yun Ho Cho, the editor of Korean Expatriate Literature, located in your area. Um, to provide him with American and international poets. In this case, 35 American, 40 international. So I'm sending out a wide net on that for Korean expatriate literature 24 and for the third volume in the Bridging the Waters series. So um, the specifications for it are a little complicated, 
Um, so I'll, I can write it to you. I can tell you what they are now, if, if that's okay. Should I? Well, I I don't know. Is there a link or something that people can go to? to yeah, no, to I, but uh, no, I'll send you a um, I'll send you a, uh, a a word document on it. And the other thing is that I been I've been coordinating for two years now the Yale Club uh, series in Manhattan. Uh, taking place the generally the third Friday of each month. This year, though, the April one, I'm waiting for a change in date because it, it falls on the, uh, on the opening night of Passover. And that I can't do. I mean, I'll be with my family. So I'm still waiting for Sultan Kato, who's the host, to get a new possible date there. At any rate, I'd like to invite people who will be in the New York area to come and be featured. Um, and for that, uh, there's also requirements that they provide a, a photograph and um, a bio, five to ten line bio. I make a flyer for it, uh, an individual flyer and then a general flyer. And they're, they're able to invite up to six guests, full names of which I need in advance to, for the doorman. Uh so uh, I, I'll send you these. I'm, I'm working on it now because I promised uh, in Voices Israel I would send to them for that. And um, I can send to you, too. Those who are, are Americans can participate uh, in the Korean pro- uh, projects. And those who are not Americans, those who are from Canada and other parts of the world that uh, are on your list, uh, and they can be in the international uh, part of it. Uh, it's, it's wide open. I only have a few people in the files right now, so there's plenty of room. Gotcha. And that's for um, the uh, for the Yale Club. That's uh, uh, starting again in March. Um, so uh, have for March, April, May, and June. The April I haven't got the fixed date again, but the others are on the third Friday of each month. Gotcha. And I just um, is it YaleClubNYC.org? Is that the website? Well, it's uh, yeah, it's Yale Club. It's in New York City, yeah, Manhattan. Okay. It's across the way from the uh, uh, Grand Central Station, 50 Vanderbilt Avenue. Got it. I just posted a link to the, the club's website just for people to to check it out um, as a as a comment to the okay, well, to, uh, to, to the event. So just just for informational purposes, so people got a sense of. Uh, where it is and what it's about. So, um, great. Well, Stan, sounds like, as always, you have a lot going on. Congratulations on oh, the... Oh, uh, a lot so going on, perhaps too much. <laughs> well, uh, as I'm in my 82nd year now, and they've gotten the, the uh, prostate cancer, uh, maybe I should be slowing down, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just impelled to do what I do. Well, you know, how about just they just cure that and you keep doing all these things? That's my. I'm sorry, that's my, I didn't uh, hear you. Uh, I I think that they should just uh, take care of that, cure that for you, and then you can continue on. Oh, with, thank you. With the, thank with you. This level well, of, uh, I won't know until uh, they have the tests on Wednesday. Uh, but I'm very philosophical about it. I remember in Body and Soul, in which uh, John Garfield was a boxer and he wouldn't throw the fight, so the gamblers came up to him and said, "You know what we're going to do?" He says, "Well, everybody dies, you know." <laughs> It's the question is when, that's all. Right. No, so I'm philosophical. No getting around it as far as I know. I've been I've been looking into various options, but it seems like that is the uh that is the end um uh, 
I'm not going to say goal, but um, that's the end moment for all of us. So, so there you go. Well, Stan, yep. I hope it's um, many, many years for you, and I appreciate you calling in and oh, sharing. Thank you. About all thank the, you, Rick. All the and uh, you keep you, up the great work you're doing. Um, and I'll be in touch uh, when I uh, finish this, uh, what I'm working on today. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, email it to you. Okay. Sounds good. And, uh, and, and for your for your listenership and your readership, uh, you're all welcome. Uh, and uh, would look forward to you being uh, published, translated into Korean, and published in Korean expatriate literature, and uh, bridging the waters. And appearing featured at the uh, Yale Club if you're in the New York area in the spring. Okay. Sounds great, Stan. Thanks so much for uh, calling in. We'll talk to you um, in the future, I hope. And um, uh, best of luck with your tests and your health. And and again, congratulations on your your new book of uh, selected poems translated into Polish. That's kind of an astounding uh, achievement. 82 years old and really still a very active. Uh, poet, and uh, not just in writing poetry and publishing, but in, in organizing uh, projects uh, as well. So uh, so be in touch with Stan. I posted a, a link. Uh, well, if you're, if you're following in the Facebook, uh, uh, in the Poetry Ship Highway Facebook group, the post for this event, there's a link to his profile. You can contact him through that for more information on, uh, on that, that stuff. So there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think we have one time for one more caller before our, we get to the spoken word track uh, segment of our show. Um, but uh, we will be on for another 35 minutes, so please call in. The number is area code 646-716-7362. Our next caller um, looks like a blocked number. Who did I just put on the air? Hello. Hello, Rick. Yeah. Hey, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's well, going on? I only got, well, I'm getting over uh, bronchitis, and we've gotten through January. We had some cold weather for our area, and today is like spring, and people out walking around. But look, um, I've got three shorts, very short. So uh, uh, the first one is appropriate because we're about to approach the halftime of your show, and today is Super Bowl, the annual Super Bowl Sunday. This first one is. A human flag on the field, half-time, half-mass. These next two shorts have to do with Valentine, and they're ekphrastic in that they're based on another work of art, a novel, and uh, I won't give the name and title on them because I think they're going to be indicated by the two shorts themselves, and uh, I consider it I've learned not to use the word. I've learned, I frown now on the term. I don't think it's accurate. Love story because love is not a story, but these, this particular novel has a lot to do with um, about um, a love relationship. And the first one is the Sin King, the soul mates, the soul mates, Bronte. Beyond the book, in creating Heathcliff, Emily's reincarnated herself. And the second is a micro, the third is a micro point. The heights beyond the weathering, heaven 
heaven, the height beyond the weathering. That's a lovely trio of short poems uh, to share with us today, Michael. Um, and you've covered well, you've covered all all the current events. Uh, the Super Bowl, of course, is today, and uh, and uh, you know, and uh, my, I, you know, we're we're never really much Super Bowl watchers, my wife and I. But for some somehow, our son really is is excited about it. And now we're all going to sit down and and watch the Super Bowl um, and have that cultural experience. And of course, Valentine's Day is. Uh, is coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, and uh, and and you, you you covered it all. Well, uh, I think the Academies and Grammys are this month, but uh, yes, but I'm um, just going to read the two. I'm just going to be read the two that were based on weather and heights, uh, influenced, uh, prompted by, inspired by weather and heights. And then I thought Super Bowl Sunday, and I remember that one about the human flag. And um, I think that was needed with everything that's going on in the country, in the world at this time. And um, and it, it approaches the halftime of your program today, and I thought the, the serendipity of it all. And speaking of which, it, it's about halftime, time for those uh, tracks, audio tracks. I, I enjoy hearing those at the halftime of your program. So when is the March program? It's March 10th. March 10th. That'll be close to St. Patrick's. Maybe I'll have something Irish for you. Oh, speaking of which, since you like to hear about current events, I went to, in my hometown, I think this was the fifth year uh, that this uh, group, they've been doing a Bobby Burns, you know, Robert Burns. The uh, Well, he's not Irish, he's Scotch. But um, I went to the Burns night. Now, it was just wonderful food, culture, and poetry, and that was a nice experience. Wonderful. Um, well, Michael, I, uh, I always appreciate you calling in and, and uh, giving context to things and, and, uh, and or participating in the context, I guess, is, is maybe a more accurate way to say with, with you. Um, it's always very cool. And um, any, anything else going on in Birmingham, uh, poetry-wise, you want to mention to us before I let you go? Uh, not, at this, not at this time that I can think of off the top of my head. Nothing, though. Uh, um, okay. I'm glad I just thought. I just thought off the top of my head, I'm glad I mentioned that the, uh, the Robert Burns night last Friday before last was a really nice experience. Okay, and um, I hope to talk to you in March. Have a Likewise. good February. Thanks so much. Thank you. you. That was, thank you. That was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, a regular repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway Live uh, reading. Always, generally always reads very short uh, poems, um, and so although we typically only uh, let people read one poem. Michael's are so short; uh, it's uh, it's it, it's um, by the time you you breathe, there you know he's already read three of them. So it's uh, he he gets away with it, and there's nothing anyone can do. So Michael, thank you so much for calling in as well. He always seems to have a, a, a keen sense of what's going on and provides uh, work which which is related to that as well. Um, yeah, it's a Super Bowl today. I saw an interesting uh, post on Facebook. There's a, you know one of the the, the things that gets posted in addition to the excitement about the Super Bowl is uh, is people's uh, uh, specific lack of excitement for it. And in particular, it seems to be there's a lot of posts I've seen today from uh, poets who've been saying things like, um, who wants to not watch the Super Bowl with me? And, uh, and things like, uh, don't forget to bring a book to your Super Bowl party so you have something to read in, in between the commercials. 
things like that. Um, so I don't know that I'm all that excited about it, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's certainly a, a cultural phenomenon. It's something that uh, millions and millions of people watch. It's probably the best day. A uh, little tip here: if you live uh, near one of the Disney parks in in the United States, it's the best day to go to Disneyland or Magic Kingdom because uh, uh, there, it's just not. It's one of the least crowded days in the parks. So uh, there's something to consider. Um, all right. Well, Michael, thanks again for calling in. Um, and this show's going to end before the Super Bowl starts, so don't you worry, folks. If you're fans of both poetry and the Super Bowl, we will be well done before uh, before that game starts. Um, so we've been playing a spoken word track at the half-hour mark of our show um, uh, almost every month, whenever we have someone, when we're, uh, if we're chock full of callers, sometimes I, I won't do it, but, uh, uh, but uh, try to do it every month. And uh, recently, um, besides just mentioning it on the air, I, I put out a call for uh, spoken word tracks in the Poetry Superhighway emailed newsletter, um, which is something I should have done a long time ago because um, at that point I received uh, many, many, many submissions. So I actually have um, enough spoken word tracks to get me through the next several years. Um, uh, so we're going to play at least one today. This particular track is from the poet Daniel Thomas. And uh, this is his poem, I Whispered. whispered I whispered in his ear because they said he might be listening I whispered in his ear because they said he might be listening I whispered come back I whispered, come back to me when you are gone. Come back so I can see that you are there somewhere. Come back to me when you are gone so I can see that you are there somewhere. Maybe the curious wren at the window. Maybe the squirrel day after day eating the pumpkin on the stoop.
maybe. But nothing, really. Until a sentence comes suddenly to mind. Until a sentence comes suddenly to mind as I wander downtown streets four sudden words stop me four sudden words stop me let God love you let God love you let God love you Daniel Thomas. It's from what he refers to as his California Songs series. Daniel uh, is the author uh, of the recent poetry collection Deep Pockets, which was published last year by St. Julian Press in Houston. Daniel himself is a poet who lives in Santa Barbara, California. He's been published in a number of other uh, journals, etc. He has an MFA in poetry from Seattle Pacific University, um, as well as an MA in film and a bachelor's in uh, literature. He's worked his whole uh, a long career in nonprofit management, um, and uh, he's the father of three children, three grown children, I should say, lived most of his life in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, relocated uh, a few years ago to Santa Barbara, California, where he lives today. Um, you can check out more from Daniel at his website, which is danielthomaspoetry.com. It's uh, Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L-T-H-O-M-A-S, poetry.com. I posted a link to his website um, as a comment uh, to this event in our Facebook group, in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group, as well as a link to his book, Deep Pockets, on Amazon. Definitely check it out. Um, we've got another spoken word from track, track from him that we may play in the future as well. Daniel, thank you so much for sending in that track for us to play. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, if anyone else would like to send in a spoken word track, uh, here's what we're looking for. Um, if uh, We're not looking for just a recording of you reading a poem. Uh, that, of course, uh, is what the show is for. It's an open reading, and if you just want to read your poem, uh, then call in. In fact, call in now. We're going to be on the air for another uh, 20 minutes, and we've got some open lines. The number is 646-716-7362. We'll get you on the air, and you can read your poem. Spoken word track in our mind specifically is something uh, where your reading of the poem is enhanced, augmented, uh, added to by other sound elements. In the case of the poem uh, that we just heard, uh, we heard uh, music in the background. 
And uh, I don't know, Daniel, I don't see a note about the music uh, specifically uh, in uh, in uh, in the, the email that Daniel sent. So I don't know if that he created that or if someone else did. Uh, but in any case, it was mixed with the poem and it created a, a nice uh, a nice uh, rhythm for the words. You could tell that uh, he was reading the poem to the music. And it's interesting. It's kind of a challenge to you uh, to kind of collaborate with yourself musically, um, uh, with the music playing under the track while you read it. You're kind of forced to read to the rhythm of the poem. Um, that's clearly what uh, Daniel was doing in that track. So we want spoken word tracks that um, blend other sounds with you reading the poem, whether it's music or other sound effects or um, um, the other thing that we'll take is if you uh, record yourself at an open mic uh, reading poetry where the reactions of the audience, uh, their applause, their laughter, their gasps at the astonishing things that you're saying, those create the additional sound elements um, which would be the other kind of spoken word track that we are uh, looking for for this uh, for this segment. So what do you do? Just uh, save it as an MP3, your recording, and mail it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. And uh, we play one, at least one track during the show at the half hour mark. Um, sometimes more Callers or Light will play more, um, uh, which we might start doing more often because I've got a, I've got a, a whole lot to choose from in terms of spoken word tracks. So Daniel... Uh, Thomas from Santa Barbara, California, danielthomaspoetry.com. Thank you so much for sending that in, and I hope you all enjoy it. enjoyed it. Um, the number to call uh, in, again, is 646-716-7362. Got one caller online who we'll get to in uh, just one second. Uh, I want to mention one other project that's coming up. Uh, some of you may know that the uh, sister project to Poetry Superhighway is our daily haiku or micro-poem project called Haikuniverse. Um, which you can find at haikuniverse.com. That's, uh, that's the words haiku and universe uh, slapped together, sharing a U in the middle, so it's just haikuniverse. Um, we publish one uh, haiku or short poem um, every single day, and we are wide, wide open as to what, what that could be. Um, there are a lot of people and, and a lot of other publications, I should say, that are very specific about what they want for haiku and what they don't consider uh, something that they would provide that label to. To We're really um, interested in publishing anything that you would consider would fall under that label, even if it's something that someone else would disagree with, whether it's uh, um, an American-style haiku that, does, that um, simply follows the 575 syllable count but doesn't necessarily take into consideration some of the other more traditional elements, such as uh, natural images or or that kind of thing, um, or being being seasonal or timely. Um, anything that's a micropoem, um, whether it's 575 or one line or whatever, um, send it to us. Go to haikuniverse.com. There's a submission form there. You can submit as many as you want. Only one per submission form, but you could, you could type in 10 submission forms uh, every day if you wanted. We publish one every single day. We've done this for several years now, and... Um, and the reason why I thought to uh, mention that now, besides the fact that I always forget to mention that project on the air, is um, Michael, who was our last caller, mentioned Valentine's Day. Well, every year um, on Valentine's Day, uh, I think this will be the third or fourth year we, in a row that we've done this. Um, in addition, to, uh, we, 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 uh, we stop publishing one a day, 
And on Valentine's Day, on February 14th, Pacific Time, we publish one every single hour. And there's going to be a special call for submissions to that, which, which will have a, a short window of submission. So don't, don't send your Valentine's poetry using the regular form. Wait till you see the call for submissions on that. Um, it'll, uh, that'll be uh, posted to the Haikuniverse Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash Haikuniverse, and there'll be a link to that uh, special submission form on the front page of the Haikuniverse website, haikuniverse.com. Um, you can go there right now and, uh, and submit all the uh, short um, haiku or other uh, microphones that you want, but hold off on your uh, Valentine's Day poems. We're going to publish one a day on Valentine's Day, and, and it's really just going to be a couple days ahead of time that, that that submission period is open. We do the same thing on Halloween. We publish a poem every single hour on Halloween that's, that's, uh, that fits uh, that theme. It's a fun thing that we do, and um, it, you know, there's funny ones, there's scary ones, there's ones that are more appropriate for kids, but um, that's a, those are the only two times a year, at least so far, that we take a break from doing just one a day, and we do 25. We do midnight to midnight, so start at midnight Pacific time, and then the next 24 hours, that adds up to 25 in case you uh, <clears throat> need some help with clock math. Um, so there you go. That's it. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Um, call in. Um, got one more caller on the line. Plenty of open lines if uh, you want to be uh, the next caller after that. Our next caller is from the 215 area code. Hello. Hello, Rick. How are you doing? This I'm is Hanoch Guy. Hi, Hanoch. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, thanks for your uh, patience. You were on the uh, on hold for a while. Sure. I was struck by the call of Stan, and I want to join him. I'm also 82, and I'm not slowing down, and I do more and more and publish more. Oh, good for you. And it's, uh, two more books are going to be published in 2019. Plus, I run my book, Terra Treblinka, that I sent to you. Yeah. He's a finalist in the notebook contest, so that's good. That's fantastic. It took some know. years, but uh, it happened. Do you find, um, you know, I, 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 I tend to um, write a lot of poetry, and I have more books ready to be published than are out. And I, you know, it's, I, I, I try not to saturate the market, you know, because I think that, you know, I've got people who are interested in my work and who will will buy a book if I, if I put it out, but I, you know, I, it's, it's hard to wait on, on putting out a book. Do you find that you need to kind of slow down and not put out too many at once or, or let no, you're right about by? this. It's a, you, you make a good point. So I'm, I have already three in the pipeline and I'm not publishing them. Yeah. Because you, you're right about this, but it so happened that two books will be published in 2019. Yeah, it was a, a plus, few years ago. I was, I was behind. I was, you know, I put out a travel poetry book every year, and I got on it. I was kind of in between um, uh, self-publishing and and getting on the publisher that I'm currently on, and um, right. so like some time went by, and there were three travel books that that didn't get put out, and it's you know it wasn't like oh. I was going to stop going to stop writing, and so I I talked them into putting all three out at once. Um, and I'm not wow. sure how successful successful of a launch it was because um, people are like, three books? Get the hell out of here. I don't, I don't even want to buy yeah, one. Yeah, that's, uh, 
That's a lot, but uh, you are productive, so when you enjoy it, so that's what yeah, we do. It's true. I guess the, I guess the key for us is that we we bother to to write the work in the first place. Yes. So I'd like to offer this time a poem, which is based on a painting by a wonderful painter, Hilma F. Clint. And there was an exhibit in the Guggenheim Museum in New York, and she is a really outstanding in the way that she did her poetry. She had it in her will that the paintings will not be released before 30 years after her death, because she thought she was before her time. And it may be so. It's a, it's a very inspiring but hard exhibit. So I took one of the series, and I wrote a poem about it, going from the concrete to the abstract, spiritual, and mystical. And the name of the poem is Swans. And this is after Hilma, Af Clint. White swan, black swan, floating in white space. Long necks, love stretched towards each other. Thirsty mouths, tasting air, black swan. White swan, touching circle in a dizzy dance, in transparent space. Merging black-white swan, joining white spheres. Spiraling into stars, furnace, forged to blue red rings, hugging the planet. Hmm. Very nice, uh, Hano. Thanks for yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I got interested in writing, uh, looking at paintings. We had uh, last year. I participated in Salvador Dali. Yeah. Exhibit and we put on a show, and we also wrote poems of uh, based on painting. So I have a, a ten cycle Dali poems. I see a future collection uh, coming from you of uh, ekphrastic poems. Of course, you know when you write poems yeah. in response to a work of art, it's ekphrastic uh, poetry. So, That's what I'd uh, like yeah. to do. I don't know if I'll have enough. For a book, as as, I, as I'm saying, this is all preparation. I'm not going to release it, you know, in in one year. But it gives me a lot of pleasure, and uh, it's also a different challenge. Yeah. Well, you know, you're only 82, so you got plenty of time to uh, to get your your ekphrastic poetry book together. I know. Yeah. So um, you hear from me through Haiku Universe. And I send you something else, so we will be in touch. And Sounds I hope good. to call again I, soon. Sounds good. Hanok, a quick question. I wanted to post a link to a, 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 you know, your latest uh, uh, English language book, and I, Amazon has that one as a hawk in mid-flight. Would that be the... That's the it. Uh, it's Saiku and Micropoems, yeah. Okay, great. So that one came out, in two, came out in yeah. 2017, and I just posted a link to it in the uh, Oh, thank you so group, much. So, so I hope uh, we get you get some attention there. And is anything going out? You're, you're from uh, Pennsylvania, right? From uh, Philadelphia. Near Philadelphia. A lot is opening usually in the Moonstone Art Center. 
in other places. It tends to be, you know, small, small readings. I also give, I want to give a shout to Big Blue Bookstore, and this is in the Mount Airy section that does a lot of programs. Among them, uh, poetry. But uh, the organizer has been very supportive of poets, and I hope to read there in the spring. Big Blue Bookstore, you, you call it. Big Blue. Is it Big Blue Marble Bookstore? Is that the one? That's it. I forgot okay. one word. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I like to uh, post links to these things in the in the yeah, that's as terrific. we talk about it, so so people can uh, check it out. So great. I just posted a link to Big Blue Marble Bookstore right there in the in the Facebook. Terrific. Uh, I thank uh, you very much. So, no problem. Well, hello. And best of luck we will to you. Be in touch. I, I'm sure. Yeah. It's an ongoing thing. Um, cool. Well, Hanok, thanks again for calling okay. in and uh, have a lovely rest yep. of your day. That was uh, Hanok Guy calling from Elkins, uh, Elkins, Pennsylvania, Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, maybe. Um, he's the author of many books and he's not slowing down. Um, uh, kind of like me, he's putting out books all the time. Um, interesting question. I can throw that out to you. You know, uh, I, I, I find that I'm writing a lot more work like complete collections of poetry that that kind of belong together uh, um, uh, more than I should be actually putting them out into public uh, for the sake of not saturating the market. I wonder if anyone else um, um, you know has run into that situation where you you've got another book but you're ready to go but um, you want to have pause before putting it out because you're still you just put out another book you know what I'm saying I, I'm running into this situation all the all the time here, but um, all right. Well, look, guys, the number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. We uh, got about uh, a few minutes left. If someone wants to call in and, and, and close out the show with a poem, be happy to put you on the air. I think I'm going to use this time to play one more spoken word track. Um, this is uh, the poem "Fire" from Maggie Ball. why I now wear glasses. Calculating the cost is costly. Takes all my resources. Takes my breath. Not in a good way. Sucking on a paper bag. I can't warm up. It's Siberia here in this domestic landscape. Built from ink and time. An accretion of skin cells. A mound of fingernail clippings. Open the vents, throw on wood, 
slow, but it's hopeless, it's not a fire, it's F-I-R-E, an acronym for what I won't put in print, but let's pretend it's filing information returns electronically. Something innocuous in cells and rows. Let's call it a joke or J O K E. Every snipe tells a story. See what you can do with that. I'm all out. I think I literally caught fire while listening to that uh, poem from uh, Magdalena Ball, F-I-R-E. Um, it uh, was backed up by the track uh, One Ghosts One, which is a Trent Reznor Nine Inch Nails track that they released, according to uh, Magdalena, um, under a Creative Commons attribution, meaning that anyone uh, was allowed to and encouraged to use um the music for other projects, such as creating a spoken word track, um, as Maggie did. Um, that was wonderful. You can check out uh, more from uh, Maggie uh, at her website, which is magdalenaball.com, M-A-G-D-A-L-E-N-A, ball.com. She uh, lives in Australia. She grew up in New York City um, and lived there um, a great deal of her life, but then uh, moved to Australia, where she now lives with her husband and three children. Um, so um, thank you so much, Maggie, for sending in that poem. Really enjoyed it quite a bit. Maggie also um, runs a website called Compulsive Reader, which is compulsivereader.com, which is reviews of books by some of the hottest writers working today, um, author interviews, literary news, and criticism. You can check that out at compulsivereader.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Um, thanks to everyone who called in. Thanks to Alex from Salt St. Marie, Canada. Thanks to Stanley Barkin from Merrick, New York. <clears throat> Thank you to Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you to Hanoch Guy from Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. Thanks again to um, uh, Daniel Thomas from Santa Barbara, California, uh, for sending us the first spoken word track that we played about a half an hour ago, and thanks to Maggie Ball, uh, who lives in Australia, for sending the poem Fire, F-I-R-E, that we just listened to. Our next show, um, as previously mentioned, is going to be on Sunday, March 10th um, at uh, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Plan on calling in and reading a poem as well as hearing a spoken word track or tracks that we play. Uh, just a r- reminder, um, we're running our Great Poetry Exchange project right now. Um, you can sign up to participate in that anytime for the rest of the month. Um, basically, it's send a book and get a book. You, uh, you, you've got a book of poetry. You promise to send a copy of it to someone else in the world, and we'll tell you who. Um, and in exchange, you will receive a book from yet somewhere else in the world. It's kind of like a chain letter thing, except um, a worthwhile, <laughs> something that's worth your time. Um, so sign up on our website at poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, and uh, all the info is there. And send me an email if you have any questions about that. And thanks so much, everyone. Uh, for listening and for uh, calling in and sending us your work. 
have a lovely rest of your day.